everyone and welcome to the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show podcast episode 23. I am your host Alex Rex, the FPL guru and joining me today are the usual suspects of Scott Williams who's going for back-to-back managers of the month. Congratulations on your week Scott, that Bruno Fernandes goal did you a world of good at the end. Didn't do a world of good to my rank but did a world of good to you at the end with the last kick of the game Scott. And Got played oh. to the whistle, baby, aren't you? Yeah, play for the Last kick of the game. And also joining me today is the man who is uh, top out of the three of us, still, in fantasy Premier League football, but also can't wait for next season to start. <laughs> Direct quote from Tom. <laughs> uh, Thomas Hughes. How are we doing today, Tom? Oh, yeah, very good. Well, not very good, because, you know, putting the lead shirt on reminded me of how we played at the weekend. But in terms of fantasy, feeling good, yeah. Good stuff. Right. Well, uh, we've got a lot to talk about this week, so I'll crack on really quickly with the uh, reviews of game week 24 and 25. Um, Looking at the kings of the game week. So for YouTube watchers, I have it up on the screen for us right here. And right now uh, in game week 24, we had uh, Coutinho and Jota, both with 16 points. And we had Matip and Van Dijk delivering for Liverpool at the back, Ramsdale and Gabriel for Arsenal at the back, Fraser and blast from the past there. Uh, Ramsey once again delivering with 14 points, proving to be potentially even a starter, never mind just a fifth midfielder for everybody. Uh, Dan James stepping up with his two goals. Um, Jay Rodriguez, every, Twitter's uh, main pick for uh, this week's fantasy uh, fantasy team with the double double game weeks for Burnley. And then Timu Puki up front with nine points. And uh, we won't linger too much on who was manager of the week in the uh, All In Podcast League, because that was me. <laughs> onto game week, onto the review of game week 20. No one wants to talk about me, talk about how, how I had a really good week, do they really? Let's be honest. Uh, game week 25, uh, Raheem Sterling showed up for his one hat trick of the season. Might, might get two, but he normally um, is part of a team that batters someone at some point for Man City. Um, so, yeah, 18 points for him, uh, even though he missed the penalty but put in the rebound. Gordon and Dendonka, some good budget midfielders as well. Bowen delivering again. Sancho, Ronaldo, and then, of course, we've had Webster, Coleman, Keane, Lamptey, and David Rea at the back. Double double defence for, uh, for for Everton, because they both scored, didn't they? Um, did Gordon score? Who scored the other goal for Everton? Tom? Gordon, yeah, Gordon scored, because it was just oh, it was... originally, wasn't it? And then Gordon got given it. Came off his heels, didn't it? So, uh, yeah, the, the three goal scorers. But, yeah, anyone anyone, anyone that brought... As well. Yeah, anyone that brought Michael Keane in, well done, you run good. And Webster as well. Well done, you run good. Yeah. Um, You're specifically I, referencing Jeff and Cully there. Correct. <laughs> that brings me perfectly to as manager of the week for this game week. Uh, so congratulations to that one, Havertz. Jeff Belcher, manager of the week for this week with 75 points. He did take a minus four. Um, but uh, so David De Gea in goal for him. Webster, Brandon Williams with no points. Uh, Trent. Bernardo Silva, who got... Did he get a hat-trick yesterday or only two? Um, no. Two, so one got ruled out. out. Did he get a hat-trick? And, did he get, he, he got two goals and at least one assist, if not two, um, yesterday. Jota, Bowen for everybody, and Salah. But one of the big differences was he captained Ronaldo, who scored a point, uh, scored a goal for us uh, and got two bonus points yesterday. It's Brighton. And here he's got... Captain Ronaldo? Uh, the Leeds fan. Jeff Belcher. Oh, he's checking. He's got De Gea in goal as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just checking. Yeah, carry on. Where's his Leeds players? Sorry, I can't. (laughs) I I was just looking. I was looking for them, Scott. I couldn't see him. 
I'm not sure whether that counts as manager of the week if you don't up one of your own players in it. You've got two scum players in there anyway. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, let's not give him too much stick. He's uh, he's had the. <laughs> He has had Ronaldo for a, for a while, and he's only just started, only just delivered for him now. Um, but yeah, Jeff, nice one, seventy five points. That's taking you up to uh, uh, up in your overall rank. So it'd be a nice green arrow for you um, to one hundred and forty six k. So uh, yeah, nice big green arrow this week. What colour were your arrows this week, boys? Usual. Classic green for Scott. Classic green for Scott. Mine was mine was green until until Bruno scored. <laughs> he's had a couple of good months, and all of a sudden he's he's got his cockiness back. Eight in a row, baby. Eight uh, greens in a row. This is what happens when you're 15 millionth in the in the world eight weeks ago. The only way's up. You remember this last last year, Tom? <laughs> you just climb, mate. That's all you do. Uh, I got a huge, huge red arrow this week, Alex. I've been in in and around the top 25k for like I'd say 10 weeks. 40k now. Yeah. There's a big drop on the Ronaldo and uh, Bruno. Bruno goals. I was into the uh, top 40k for the first time until that game last night. Yeah, and I'm 65, I think it is. It was, uh, yeah, there were, there were pretty brutal goals with those ones. But still, that's what you get, isn't it? For, uh, for gambling on the double game week players, they paid off. So well done to uh, to everyone who took that gamble. I, I was literally one kick away from making the right decision. I nearly went Bruno before I went Salah. And I'd have Captain Bruno, and I would have been, I'd have had to take an extra minus four this week. And it was, I was one kick away from making the right decision. <laughs> and then uh, it definitely wasn't. I'd had a Captain Bruno as well, but it is what it is. Um, close, uh, close moments in the season, big swings, big points, because it wasn't just, um, wasn't just a five, five, uh, five points for the goal, was it? It was three point, three bonus points off the back of that. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice one there. And let's just move on swiftly because there's so much to talk about for game week 26, because what you're going to do in 26, your transfers in game week 26, hugely affect what you're going to do in game week 27. So you will have had to decide with what moves you make this week, if you're going to free hit in game week 27 or not. Now for people who only have one free hit left, this is a really big decision because at the moment in game week 30, there are still only three fixtures confirmed. So, it's it's important because if you don't you if you use your free hit in game week twenty seven the FA Cup results go a certain way all of your transfers for the next three weeks could potentially be geared towards having to put eleven players out in game week thirty or you might have to use your wild card so big decisions for you to be made to be made and it, we're sitting here with all of our chips so we've kind of got a bit of a luxury I'm already committed to a free hit in game week twenty seven. Um, but I still might not have to free hit in game week 30. But all of these things are, are there for us to uh, to discuss. So the main question I got asked, what? who are the best players for uh, game week 26? So let's start with the Liverpool debate, shall we? I mean, Any- not much of a debate, is there? But yeah, carry on. But anybody here not going to triple captain Salah? I think there's an argument to say that you shouldn't. He's coming up against two really strong defences. I think they've (laughs) only conceded eight goals across their last fixture between them. So uh, (laughs) I certainly would be thinking twice about it. I I wouldn't recommend it, especially to people chasing lead like Jeff. You know, don't take any risks. Go for someone like, I don't know, Webster. Just bat the boy. He got you 16 points this week. Love that triple captain Webster in a single game week. Brilliant. Um, 
just to to reiterate basically what you've said there, Tom, um, the two worst defences in the league he's coming up against, he's at home against both of them, is, is Mo Salah. Uh, in the last four games against Norwich, so since they got promoted, they, they have scored four goals, one goal, three goals and three goals. So just for everyone, quick math, that's 11 and they've only conceded one against Norwich uh, in the uh, last period of time in games. And against Leeds in the last three fixtures, again, since they've been promoted, they've scored four, one and three. So they've, they've scored eight goals. Um, so in between them, quick maths, 19 goals scored against these two teams who have the worst defences. Um, Mo Salah's the top in the league for goals. He's pretty much top in the league for assists. Um, he's a top point scorer in FPL this season. One of the questions this week was asked to me of, try and convince me not to triple captain <laughs> Mo Salah. The only other person that I could think of to triple captain other than Mo Salah was Trent. Now, hear me out on the Trent side of things. So he's relatively similarly owned. He's got 156 points this year compared to Salah's 181. So that's seven points per match compared to Salah's 8.5. They've both had seven double-digit returns this season. Trent's got a 15-pointer and like three 12s. Salah's got a 24, 17 and a 15. So his ceiling's higher. But since game week 10, Trent's got 105 points compared to Salah's 73 which is seven points per start compared to Salah's six points per start. Trent's got nine attacking returns compared to Salah's 10. But obviously Trent, uh, Trent gets clean sheets in there. And since game week 15, Trent's on six points per game, whereas Salah's on 4.5 points per game. They've done four attacking returns each, and Trent's got 66 points compared to Salah's 34. I know Salah's obviously not played as many games. He was at AFCON. So there is an argument here. If you are chasing... If you are a little bit down in the league and you want to try and make up some ground and you, you have got, I mean, let's just get this right. If you don't triple captain Salah and he bangs, you, 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 you're doomed. But if Trent does deliver and Salah does go on and maybe, maybe get subbed off after 60 minutes because they have got the Champions League and then they have got the Carabao Cup final, if he doesn't, if he gets his minutes managed, I don't know. There's an argument to say Trent. Lads, the only the only the only person people should be doing it is if you are at a situation where it's make or break. If you're in a in money league where maybe the top three get paid, you think, you know what? There's such there's an outside chance of me going, but I need like a make or break week. This is it. So maybe me two months ago, if I was in that situation, I was in two months ago. Obviously, we've been very lucky in the last two months. Things have gone my way. I've caught up. But if this was me two months ago, I've gone. Do you know what? I need. I'm going to need a bit of a bit of a miracle to get back into that top three content contention um that's when i'd be going do you know what i'm just gonna roll the dice like you said salad bags i'm dead my fantasy football season's over um but but if he don't i'm right back in the mix of getting cash in so if you're at that make or break part of uh, and i know there's probably a few people listening to this that are at that part i would be rolling the dice for this one this is your big chance to roll the dice and get some interesting returns yeah and actually Salah I know it's Salah and he's home to Norwich and Leeds both got terrible defenses no denying that but Norwich and 
Norwich definitely are going to go there to try and minimise the damage. They're not going to go there and play expansive. Leeds will play how Leeds play and probably get battered because we're going to you know, go out against Man United at the weekend, use all our energy up, and then two days later play Liverpool. So not a great situation for Leeds. But I think Norwich, I can see that being 1-0. You know, Liverpool weren't good against Burnley. I, I don't know if you saw some of that game. I, I don't think Sal. I think Sal had one shot or something like that. He was barely in the game. He was obviously trying all the stuff, but didn't really get him to get involved in terms of actual output, goals, big chances, anything like that. Liverpool weren't great in that game, and if they get a resilient Norwich, maybe that could be kept down. And Salah maybe trying a little bit too hard after Afcon. I know he came straight back in, but was a bit too eager to maybe get back into it. These are all arguments you could say for not triple captain and Salah. On the flip side, will they keep two clean sheets? It's like 95% sure that they will at home against these two teams. Um, so Trent is almost guaranteed to get two clean sheets, which means he's almost guaranteed to get you 12 points. Um, and then if he gets any kind of bonus or assists in there, he's got good potential. But Salah could easily get two hat-tricks. because he's <laughs> I don't even know. I suppose the thing is with Trent, isn't it? If, if for example, like they get a 1 0 win and Trent scores the goal, then that goal is worth nine points, tripled is 27. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, big goal. Plus, obviously, then he's got the other 80. You know, it, it's like it's a big, it, it could be a big swing if yeah. he does nail it. Um, so, well, yeah. You look it, at Webster, don't you? Look at Webster this week. If he'd have, and that's just from one fixture, basically, he got those 15 points. I think he got one in the second one. So if you get him 15 points in one game as a defender that is potential for 30, maybe you get a huge score if he gets assists or a goal in both those games. So it, it, it absolutely, like Scott says, it depends on your situation. So, for example, like if you are Dan Clark, Jamie Varley, Marcus, Martin, whatever, it, it depends what your aims are in the season like if you want to just get a good overall rank and try to chip away and climb up and this that and the other and you know or you just just enjoy it, then fine but if you really want to make up some ground and you really want to try and push for it if i'm if i'm one of these lads i i would triple captain trent um whereas if you did it tom you'd be ridiculous oh, you'd be you'd lose your mind yeah. because at the moment like imagine your season you, you the what the upside is it's not really it's not because everyone's everyone's gonna have trent anyway so yeah. Um, and, and I think the only other thing I was worried about with Salah is potentially rotation, like you mentioned, with Champions League. But Liverpool are still within, you know, reasonable distance of Man City in the league. And I yes. don't think that Klopp is going to risk that rotation. Of, he might, you know, you might see Bobby. I know they rested Jota because he had a slight knock and they were just a little bit worried about him. So they played Bobby. Yeah. don't think that you see Salah or Mane get dropped in those games. Definitely not Salah because... It's too important. If they've got even the sniff of getting back on City, they're not going to throw that away at this point in the season. So Salah don't get rested. It's like Alex said the other week. They yeah. won five out of five in the Champions League and gone through top. He still played Salah. Yeah, he doesn't get rested. I saw a yeah. post today on uh, Instagram. It's like for all his people that worried about um, Salah getting rested, he won't. He'll get rested <laughs> in the FA Cup against Norwich. I think they're playing exactly. Um, but other than that, he ain't going to get rested. Not, Not in the big chance. Yeah. No yeah. chance. I think it's quite clear who the best front three is because Klopp came out after the game and said Jota had a dead leg and he would have played if he didn't have a dead leg. Yeah. So it, it, there's there's a lot of people worried about Jota's minutes and I'm he's not. On, he was brilliant. He scored twice in the week before. Um, yeah. He, he's, he, yeah. 
I agree. I that, I, that, that, that front three is nailed now, isn't it? I think someone on Talk Sport today, I can't remember who it was, was saying that Jota's a candidate for best player in the world today. So I'll just leave you with that one. Talk Sport love it, don't they? They try and say anything <laughs> as controversial as they possibly can do to get people to listen to it. Okay. Um, uh, so I think it leads us on nicely. I want to uh, go ask the question of your best three players from each team uh, that's doubling this week. So if we went to Liverpool, uh, Trent and Salah, pretty obvious. Robbo versus Jota. Because I think that's the other debate, isn't it? Who, who would you, yeah. if you were free, if you were free hitting right now, who would you put in? We had this recently. For me, it would be Jota. Scott? Again, positional wise, if you want to take the gamble, you gamble Robbo. But yeah, I think when we had this before, Jota had maybe a couple of games where he maybe blanked, but looking how he played the other week, I would, I'm more on the Jota side now, yeah. I. Do you know what it is? It depends who else I could get in the midfield, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, but if you're just asking um, us, if you take that out of the consideration and just say top three players from each team, I think it's... I, yeah, and, and the thing, I, I'd probably go Robbo right now if I had the choice. It's incredibly close, isn't it? But I, I, I think if I had to have to nail my colours to the mast, Robbo, let's do, I'll do that. I'll go the difference. Um, Arsenal, lads. Let's talk. Let's let's discuss Arsenal. They've the, the, a little bit, a little bit of news on them to start with. They have the potential for. Now, I saw this on uh, a tweet from Lego Mane, who's a guy who works out a lot of the fixtures for Fantasy Premier League. Um, he is relatively convinced that Arsenal will blank in twenty seven because they do, but potentially have a double game week in twenty eight and in twenty nine, and then they play in game week thirty as well for all of those people who are aren't free hitting in game week thirty. Now, I don't think personally they'll have a double game week in 29 because of the way the fixtures fall for TV. So we've seen with the way that fixtures have been rescheduled this week, the double game week fixtures that aren't televised are put on the Wednesday and the one that is televised is put on the Thursday because they don't want to clash with Champions League. So the only way that, because Arsenal and versus Liverpool, which is the game that would probably go into game week 29, should be on Sky and would clash with the Champions League if it was midweek because Arsenal play the early kickoff in game week 30 against Aston Villa. So I just don't think it's quite going to fit in that, but still, they need to fit in the games at some point, don't they? Because they're going to run out of midweeks and it's one of the only ones that's free. But Arsenal versus Chelsea, there's a very good chance that I'll go into game week 28. Um, that just seems to be what the, with, with TV and everything else. The only way that that won't go into game week 28 is if Leicester get knocked out of the Europa League, Europa League, Europa Conference League, and they've got like four games to catch up on, so it might be Leicester versus Chelsea. But anyway, that's the Arsenal news. Um, but do not forget they blank in game week 27 and they play in game week 30. So if you are planning to free, you have one free hit left, Arsenal or no Arsenal is free hit in 27 or free hit in 30. It's, it's, it's that simple. If you're going to free hit in game week 27 and you need to have players playing game week 30, Arsenal are your perfect team because they have a great double this week. If you are going to free hit in game week 30 and you need to have players play in 27, don't buy Arsenal players because you will probably have three Liverpool. Simple as that. So, Arsenal, would you? I think the big debate here is would you go double defence? Would you go Tierney and Ramsdale? Yeah. Over, and who would you have? Saka? Ramsdale, 
Ramsdale, Tierney, and Saka are my three. If I was, if I've got total flexibility, obviously, if you start taking price considerations, then maybe you drop down to an Odegaard or someone like that. But if you pick up the bunch of that team, I would 100% say Ramsdale, Tierney, and Saka. Every time I think I don't want to play Ramsdale, he ends up getting loads of points. Every time I benched him, he's ended up with eight or ten points. Arsenal pretty solid defensively against teams outside the top six. So, yeah, I'd, I'd double up on those, definitely. Is there an argument to talk about Lacazette? No. Most okay. shots, most shots in the yes. box. Because of the desperation around strikers, there's an argument. Isn't because it? There's not a lot of strike options. <laughs> he becomes an option. If it, He shouldn't be, but he is. Yeah, well, it's most shots, most shots in the box. Um, I, I, Higher, highest XG out of anyone at Arsenal, as you'd expect, is their number nine. He's got the highest XA out of them. Uh, he's got the highest XGI expected goal involvement out of any of them. He's got the highest expected points out of anyone at Arsenal over the, the last five, six game weeks. If I, I think it's difficult. I mean, 8.3, it's just it's so expensive for a player that's probably not really worth it. I mean, if you actually have a look at the prices of all of Arsenal's players, like Aubameyang, you can rule out, then it's Lacazette 8.3 and Pepe 6.9. <laughs> Like that, Lacazette is so out there in terms of his price. But if you were free hitting this week, which is a debate for some people, I suppose, if you were free hitting this week, I think the most is triple captain versus bench boost as, as the actual debate in terms of chips. But if you were free hitting this week, I might, I think there's, I, I might find space for a Wolves defender to go with Trent and Robbo and then go Ramsdale in goal, Saka in midfield, and then Lacazette up front. See what is he? Is he uh, anywhere near your list, Scott? Um, well, yeah, only because it's the, the the options are so crap this year, aren't they? And the, well, they're not crap; they're just the players aren't performing. So yeah, he would be up there. Um, I'd worry about his actual ability to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, everything he seems to do up until that point seems quite good. Um, he's quite a frustrating player to watch, I must say, but. If you've got the money or if you're free hitting, like like you say there, it, it is worth a go. Um, because if you've got that option of a Wolves defence, they look super, super solid. I know they lost to um, Arsenal. Um, but other than that, they've been brilliant this year. So, yeah, again, yeah, a little roll of the dice. Why not? Um, uh, with, let's just say for all people who don't have a wild card left, would you, would you go with Tierney still as your defender of choice? Or would you potentially, with obviously his injury history, um, et cetera, you can, you're committed to him now for a long period of time, would you potentially look at someone like Ben White? He's only got two points less than Tierney in the last three three game weeks. He plays every minute. He's actually had the same amount of shots, funnily enough. Um, but would you consider someone like Ben White because of his price? Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, I uh, definitely consider. I, I still probably I like to have. Four I back. don't mind having one centre back, but I'd prefer to have wing backs, wide players because you've got potential for crosses getting in late. I yeah, I just think Tier- Arsenal have had a bit of a rest as well, so I think Tierney will probably be good. I know you're always worried about his injury, but you've been saying that for like seven or eight game weeks now, and in that that period of time, he's racked me up eighty eight points. So. Yeah, no, he's done. He has done really well, and he's been good for uh, for the pod team as well. Um, if your budget allowed it, I mean, Gabriel has to be said, 
He's had double amount of shots, is um, which he gets on the end of corners. I know he's erratic and he might potentially get sent off at some point, but he 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 actually has delivered more um, like attacking prowess than uh, Tierney has. So that's that's the problem with Arsenal. You gamble because one of them will get sent off every week. That's that's in the rules, isn't it? So um, it's like, which one is it going to be this week? It's yeah, feel isn't it? Just feel that way. But I think if we if I had to rank them right now, yeah, uh, I, I I said not a massive fan of doubling up on the defenses, but also yeah, I think it probably would be Ramsdale, Tierney, and Saka for me as the three. Um, and then it would be Lacazette in fourth place, and then Odegaard in fifth because I know that gets thrown around a little bit. Um, fun one. Watford. Just double up in King and Dennis again. <laughs> We're all stuck with King and Dennis. <laughs> Everyone's stuck with these two people. Um, they're such trolls, aren't they? Triple captain chance, I think, as well, isn't it? Uh, well, imagine that. Imagine if imagine if you triple if imagine if you triple captained them. Um, in in seven games, their highest point score is King with sixteen points, which is just over two points a game. I mean, that's just. It, they're just not a team you would touch, would you? But for fun, top three, go. <laughs> I, just um, wrote, I just wrote down Dennis or King. Okay. I, I, I'd be looking, and this is going to sound ridiculous, I think. I mean, I'm going to just stall for two seconds here. I'd, I'd be looking potentially at, yeah, no, I'm, what I'm going to say is quite justified, I think. A defender, maybe a cheap defender, because it's got him really defensive and boring now, as Roy Hodgson. And then no, they've, they've conceded two goals against Brighton, but they only conceded one against West Ham. They kept a clean sheet against um, Burnley as well. And that's pretty much the Roy Hodgson era, isn't it? Um, so I would be looking at maybe like a cheap Watford defender. Um, so for, for Mina or... Kamara, they're the ones that are the, the cheap ones. Yes. Let me just get into these Cat, guys. Cat's still there for banter. Or... For banter. Uh, I've, I've gone, to, gone to Wolves out of absolute desperation there. Uh, three hitting or wild carding, and you want a really cheap goalkeeper mm. backup option, then Foster's your, your route in there as well because he looks like he's nailed on. I mean, he's nailed on, to, he's nailed on, so he's not nailed on, isn't he? Mm. Until he, gets injured, until he gets injured again. Um, Firmina, and then where was... Kamara was the best in terms of potential attacking returns now. He's played every every game since he's arrived. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, 4.5. I would do, do it, I would do it only just like, like Tom said, only to free money up. Um, Cathcart doesn't miss, does he? As a playing backup on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've wasted enough time on Watford, haven't we? Yeah, um, we're, we're all, we're all. St- I tell you, the actual question is actually, we're all stuck with them, aren't we? As in, like, we've all got one of them. I've got three. Uh, no, King or Dennis? I'm, King or Dennis? <laughs> right. I mean, uh, but in, for you, yeah, interesting. So um, you've got Ramsdale, haven't you? Or have you not got him yet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fine. So Ramsdale's gonna play over Foster, isn't he? Yes. So are you go? Are you going to play your Burnley player? Your Burnley player, Watford player, over a single game weeker? Um, I'll be play- I think I'm going to be playing King yeah. um, over a single game week player, but I'm not going to be playing Sissoko. Um, I'd rather have Jared Bowen playing one game against Newcastle than Sissoko two against Villa and Palace. Got you. All day. Um, I think we're playing King, aren't we, over? Um, but we'll, we'll be playing over for Foden, might be in for Mata. We've got, we've got decisions to make on our team. Regu- Regulon needs to go. Um, even though he's oh, double yeah. game week, yeah, I know he's double game, <laughs> double game week. And they're like, are we, are we just going to roll with it because Spurs look that bad? Is he probably going to go with it again? I, I, anyway, um, Tom, you're playing Dennis. I don't really have any choice. 
<laughs> this is how we all feel about it. I don't have any choice. I, sh- I really <laughs> wish I could go back in time and wildcard last week. Anyway, um, I'll move on from it, but Dennis, unfortunately, is going to have to play for me. But just like Scott's just said, they're set up to defend now. And honestly, it was a miracle that Dennis had done as well as he had up until that point. You're definitely not getting anything from him these these days. Maybe a goal. He's, maybe one. He started the season pretty much like Pukie did two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And loads of people had Pukie at this point still two years ago. And you, get stu- you get stuck with them because they're not a priority and they're not expensive. Too cheap. Yeah, exactly. just, really just keep them. Keep them, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, there's been yeah, no one better. And yeah. Um, anyway, strikers are rubbish, so it doesn't matter anyway. If um if we go for Palace, um some some genuine options. Don't forget Gallagher doesn't play against his parent club, doesn't play against Chelsea, so he doesn't have a double game week. Um, other than that, shout that just cross that one out. <laughs> he's a boy. He just doesn't have a double. Um, Edward, obviously, I think still an option. I mean, I know he got. Rotated for Mateta in that game, um, but still, uh, still an option. Um, who, who are your three here? Zahas. I, I would just, yeah, Zaha, because he's he's got the potential to do bits. He scored a really good goal, didn't he? And missed the penalty. Yeah, so you know, okay, if he had scored that penalty, you'd be saying he's got two goals, and you'd probably be top of your list. He has got the, the potential to get some returns, so. Ed, the only my only issue with Edward is that he played Mateta the other day, and I wonder with two fixtures close by, will one of them get played in each? So you only end up with a single game week. Whereas I think Zaha will start both. Yeah. My my problem with Zaha is not particularly him or his money. It's how strong everyone's midfield is this season. Mm. So I'm like, who the hell do I bring Zaha in for? Because even Bowen with one game week, his form against the Newcastle. I know Newcastle are looking a lot better, don't get me wrong, but they are conceding goals still. Um, and and Trippier's out. Yeah, and both yeah. of them. Like, I don't think I can get him in. Like, I think I feel like getting striker options like an Edward is so much easier than getting a midfielder in without Pat midfielders are these days. Yeah, I um, I, I agree with that, Scott, to be fair. I think if I was if the three players have got Zaha and Edward would be, be the two. Um, then... well, it comes down to whether you're wildcarding or just making a sub. Yeah. 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 So. Um, in terms of defenders, I give myself a lot of editing to do here when I come back to it. I think it's probably Anderson for me. I know Kiate's got more points, but I think Anderson's probably, if I had to go for a defender, I know a lot of people have gone for Gay, um, actually. And I just I feel like um Anderson is is a is a better defender and, and got a better goal threat. I don't know what you think anyway, if you were gonna go for a, a palace defender. I would have gone for Gray as well. Uh, I'd probably go for Anderson. It's um, I think it's quite tight, really. I think they're kind of much, much of a muchness of, to some extent, but you know yeah. Anderson, for the sole reason, he's massive, isn't he? Like well, he's six had, foot nine or something. He's had more shots. He's played more key yeah. passes. He's got better expected goal involvement. I know he's got one point less than Mitchell, but I, I, yeah, I mean, as I say, it's one point difference to Gay. It's it's much of a muchness. Um, Wolves. Do right, are we Jimenez? If you if you were free hitting this week, would you would you put him as one of your strikers? Yeah, yeah, I would personally. He scored last week. You know, he's he's pretty nailed on to start. Um, I I would have him as one of my strikers with the you know with the lack of options up there. I would, yeah. I play uh, Leicester, who can't leak. keep. Yeah, I mean they concede two goals a game. They're nearly as bad as Leeds at the moment in terms of goals conceded. So, I. Yeah, I can see it. Even if it was just a single game, where you'd probably look at it 
I don't see him getting anything away at Arsenal, to be honest. I don't see, obviously, that being another nil-nil or one-nil like it was mm. last. Was it last week they played again? So, yeah. Um, mm. yeah, I don't see anything in the second, but definitely that first fixture he could could score against Leicester for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree. He's on my list, and then I'm assuming we've all got two defenders to go with him. I'd, I'd put uh, I'd put okay, just okay, or keeper. defender. So I hadn't picked out anyone specifically. Uh, so I'll be interested to see stats. But I'd put down maybe Semedo again. I like I like the wide players. I don't know why I don't really like picking centre backs. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you, Tom. And that's the lesson I learned like a year or so ago on fantasy fullbacks all day. Um, if you didn't have Ramsdale, I wanted to go someone different. So I believe is the highest scoring keeper this year. Is that right? Yeah, I with a um, draft and gets me points every week. He's up there with, Ed, I think it's Edison, Saar and Allison, and then it's Ramsdale. And Ramsdale's on points per 90 as the best performing keeper this season because he missed the first three games. Right. But but um, but like they're all really close, them four at the top. So somewhat a bit different. Again, you, you could maybe, if you if you like you say, if you want to spend your Arsenal free players somewhere else, a Saar is definitely an option because he he's one of those annoying keepers that gets save points every week as well. He's a he's the annoying kid who gets uh, annoying guy who gets bonus, isn't he? And yeah, he that's that's the that's not what you because, want because if you've got him. Wolves are absolutely like banging the goals in. He does get them bonus points. Um, I think when I was looking at the statistics as well for this, someone like Semedo is right. I'm trying to find what the the um the fixture ticker there. I've got it. Uh, Semedo, yeah, he's a definitely an option. Um, eight Nuri's now. I think rotation risk by the looks of it with Markal and Johnny being back fit as well. Um, I'm not touching any of these other other guys uh, like Pedence again rotation receiver with Traore gone if you really want someone that's nailed I mean Cody and Semedo they're as, as nailed as, as you're going to get uh, and Max Kilman's even cheaper and he, he's not getting uh, rotated out Saiz tends to have more of a, a goal threat but also a bit more of a volatile player I, genu- genuinely Semedo was the one I think probably just got to the top of my list in terms of a defender. Um, but you can go for any of them again. They look great, the Wolves, at the back. So, yeah, any any of them again. And the key thing again for Wolves is they play in game week 30 and they also play in game week 27. But they play in game week 30. So as a team, again, to pay attention to with Arsenal, and I'll just I'll go through the other ones at the moment. So we've got Arsenal play Villa. We've got, um, I think it's Wolves play Leeds and then Leicester play Brentford. So those are the only games that are definitely on at the moment. So Wolves are, are, a, are a team that you would look to invest in this week if you were not free-hitting in game week 30. But they're a double game week team as well. So, uh, yeah, that's why it's important to have that chat and the defenders are probably the best option. Even though, yeah, strikers, who, who knows, honestly. Uh, right, Burnley, double-doublers. If, the, if you are thinking again about um, free hitting in game week 30, and, uh, and I mean, Southampton do play against West Ham in the Cup, and if they lose, then they will play in game week 30 as well anyway. Um, that's Southampton playing uh, West Ham in the Cup. But Burnley double-double, 27. They play against um, Leicester and... Uh, no, they play against Crystal... Yeah, Crystal Palace and Leicester. Sorry, Crystal Palace and Leicester. They have Brighton and Spurs this week. Boys, Burnley assets? Not bad four fixtures for a Burnley side that have gone back to their roots in being hard to beat, I'd, I'd probably go for a defender. Yeah. 
I know, mm-hmm. I know. We've just we talked about before we kicked off Rodriguez being the Twitter pick this this week first because he scored that one goal. But I just warn everyone: he's only got twenty nine points all year, and Burnley are more likely to keep a clean sheet than they are to score a goal. So I'd be looking more for someone like Tarkovsky, Lowen. Yeah, something like I, that. I agree. I, I think we're going to see. If, I'm going to. I think we're going to see a few Burnley defenders, and I'm I'm seriously considering it as well. Um, looking at they considered one against Liverpool. One against Man U, clean sheet against Watford, clean sheet against Arsenal. Last four games, like Tom said, they've gone back to what how what they do best, really solid. And I watched a couple of those games, and they're not like they're conceding loads of chances either. Nick Pope's have to be a hero. They're just really super solid. So I would be looking at you know maybe like a Loughton or someone like that. So with Loughton on this one for um, minutes, he hasn't played in the last four. Oh, I wouldn't be looking for a lot. Oh, and then. Um, <laughs> so, no, but this is something which I think a lot of people haven't been paying attention to this. This is why I looked into it before, because generally you go, well, they've got Loughton, Taylor, me and Tarkovsky, haven't they? Well, but, we'll edit that bit out so it sounds like me and Scott know what we're on about. <laughs> no, but you, you do, don't you? That You think that's their back four with Pope in goal. Um, but they've actually had Connor Roberts playing, and, you, be, yeah. and budget man here at 4.2 is Eric Peters. Uh, he's played 90 in all of the last four. Um yeah, six and six, obviously one and two points. If, you, if you're going for someone like Uber Budget, 4.2 million for Peters, it's not too bad. He's playing left back and Charlie Taylor is injured and no one knows when he's going to be back yet. Um, there's rumours saying that he could be back sooner rather than later, but whatever. Uh, and yeah, there's there's a general um, general consensus again that someone like Tarkovsky, who's got the highest um, expected goal involvement in the last six game weeks out of defenders, um, he's the sort of player that you would probably get in at 4.9, me at 4.8, yeah. Finally gets a lot of blocks in, et cetera. But yeah, Peters is, is, uh, is down here as well. But yeah, Tarkovsky and, and Pope. This is where Nick Pope, right? He just, he becomes this ridiculous beast fantasy beast because look what happens when they actually keep clean sheets a 10 and a 9 and even when they concede he still gets save points 3 and 3 like Nick Pope over the last few seasons has been a fantasy beast basically and he's been rubbish this season because Burnley have been rubbish he's too expensive 5.4 million it's too expensive but if you were looking at maybe free hitting in game week 27 He's on my free hit team for game week 27 as my keeper. So just to, to bear that one in mind. But yeah, longer term, uh, looking at the uh, these fixtures, for someone like someone like Burnley, um, Veghorst, people have mentioned, people have got very excited about Veghorst just simply because he's a striker who plays football. Um, and he looked like he tried in the games he's played in. That's literally it for me. I, I don't get how everyone's so massively overexcited about him. Um, but he did get an assist. But yeah, he's an option as a striker at 6.5, but wait and see if he's fit or not. Corne is... Corne's fit, isn't he? I think Corne's fit. Yeah, he went, he, off, he, went, he went off the last game, didn't he? I think that's why. He's a, but he, And he's 5.9, and overall, in terms of goals and shots, he is somebody that does provide an option. So again, if you wanted to get someone in midfield, I agree with you, Scott, are you going to give up a midfield spot to for Maxwell Corner at the moment? Um, yeah, I think, again, it would be a defender, or potentially if you wanted to um, gamble on someone like Veghorst, you could do. Uh, my Spurs question that I had this week, Kane or Son or non? Spurs? Would we, look, would we look to, you'd go, you'd go for Son? I think I think if you've got Son in a double game week where he's playing Burnley, I know they're tight at the bat, but 
Son does have a history against Burnley, and also it is Son. If it's going to go through anyone in Spurs, now he's back. I have absolutely hate having Harry Kane. Don't buy him. Don't get him in. If you're thinking about it, even if you're wildcard and you're free hitting, don't get him. Just I'm telling you now. Do look not at it, look at his XGI. Just look at it. I know. XGI of 6.4, by the way. Three attacking returns uh, in his last six games. He's, he's oh been getting my. the same chances that Harry Kane... If, it, if Harry Kane of last year would have scored probably 20 goals this year. I just don't... I, Spurs haven't been great, but Harry Kane's still been getting chances. He's not finishing them. And so in a double game week, I'd be looking at Son. He came straight back in and was straight, in, again, involved in the goals. I think he... Did he get one or he got an assist because it came off somebody else or something like that? So he's straight back in on the goals, whereas Kane just... I think, yeah, it's so aggravating. Three attacking returns in his last four for Son. I think if you look at the the fixtures as well, Leeds and Everton after that, like you're gonna be. I'm I'm bringing Son in this week for Bruno. That's gonna be one of mine for the double game week. Um, and those fixtures coming up seem quite nice. The big thing about Son, yeah. and this is this no, this this is this Here is the we go. <laughs> straightforward ever is the. No, sorry, the big thing about Son is that there have to be like Spurs play West Ham in game week thirty. And both of them are still in the cup. Spurs play Middlesbrough and West Ham play Southampton. So both of those teams have to lose for them to have a fixture in game week 30. Now, obviously, if we're sitting here right now with two free hits, it's, this is a risk we can take. We can take a son risk. Um, they do play in game week 27. So what, I, what I'm saying is, is that if you are committed to free hitting in game week 30, that's fine. If you're committed to free hitting in game week 27, Son doesn't play in 30. So you have one free hit left and you're going to free hit in game week 27, don't go, go, don't go there because you're going to tie up a lot of money in a player that then is probably not going to play in game week 30 that then that you don't, you don't have, that you have, sorry. So yes, if you're going to free hit in game week 30 with your one free hit that you've got left, Son's a great option. If you're going to free hit in game week 27, don't do it. If you've got two free hits, take the risk. I think that's what I'm going to do this week with Son, personally. I think I'm going to bring Son in as well for a double game week. Um, so hopefully that didn't blow everyone's mind. Tom, over to you. Leeds. God knows. <laughs> Defensive assets. <laughs> uh, Rafinha. If, you, if you've got him, if not, don't bother. I'm going to ask the question that is really annoying for everyone to listen to and hear, because, but I've got to ask it. Are you worried about him being taken off at half-time in the last game that they played? Uh, I don't know whether Bielsa was... He said it was tactical and stuff like that. I just don't know whether it was just proving a point, like nobody's too big, I'll take anyone off. It's a bit like maybe what he did with Phillips a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You don't take off your best player when you're two goals down at half-time. I don't care what his tactical decision was. I love Bielsa, but I don't really think that that was tactical. I think that that was nobody too good. I actually thought Rafinha was having a decent game. I know people... The game before, he was awful. He was awful. Uh, But against Everton, he was actually okay. He played a couple of decent passes into Rodrigo. We're at home to Man United. If Rafinha wants to turn up, he could easily get a goal. Um... I don't think we get much much joy at Anfield, but we might might get something at home. I think I think the worry with Rafinha is what we talked about previously. 
He's nearly got his big move to Bayern Munich or whoever else in the summer. He's not had his move. He's sulking. He seems like a player that would sulk to me. But he's also he seems like a player that goes, oh, sky cameras are here. Big game against Man United. I am going to turn up. So it won't surprise me if I'm Rafinha masterclass against Man U. I'm fully expecting it. And what I will say about him is I, I don't disagree that he has, I think his body language and like the way he's been with the players and stuff like that has changed a little bit. But he always does give 100%. He, had, he didn't play well in the last couple of games. I mean, I thought he was okay against them, but he didn't play like Rafinha normally does in the last couple of games. That could partly be just to do with an international hangover, a bit like you've seen from Salah against Burnley. I don't think it's necessarily a write-off on him. So, And, and if anyone's going to do anything, it's going to be Rafinha. Dan James had that you know, that decent, decent return, but that's not probably going to happen much this season. So I would still be picking, if I'm picking one player out, it'd probably be Rafinha. He, again, plays in game week 30 and his fixtures before then are Leicester away and Norwich at home in 28 and 29. And he plays also in game week 27. So if you have no free hits left or you only have one free hit left, someone like Rafinha, he is a good pick for your squad to make sure you've got somebody in because he will play um, in game week 27 and in game week 30. So Leeds are the sort of team that you, you could invest in, have a double game week and and will play. Just a shame that they're not doing that great at the moment and their double game week is against Man United and Liverpool. But What I will say is we only had a two-day rest between Villa and Everton. I think that impacted the performance at Everton, which is why it was really quite poor. We've got a full week, again, for the players to recover between Leeds and Man U. So I think you'll get a better Leeds performance, especially at home. So Leeds um, will beat Man U. Big statement. I love that, Scott. Here we are. I like that. Um, just uh, to, to touch on this before we uh, go on to, to... I mean, we've already done captaincy, but we'll just do this anyway and talk about deadline. Uh, well, the deadline is at um, 11, 11 o'clock on Saturday the 19th. Um, single game week players. So we've all got them in our teams this week. Um, we've got in ours, you know, Cancelo, Foden. Um, I've got Cresswell. We've all got Bowen. Uh, these are the sort of players... Who, who gets dropped... In out of out of any of them, who do you take out your team? For me personally, this is where I'm like, I don't think I'm worrying too much because I do have a lot of single game week players. But I have a Watkins. I know he's he's not on form. He's not scored for well, but it's like I've got Watkins against Watford at home. I've got a Bowen against Newcastle at home, and you're gonna laugh at me, but I've got a I don't know. He's not done anything since like game week one, but I've got a Antonio against. West Ham at home, and with the lack of striking options, I don't think I'm panicking. I might get Antonio out for another player, but for me, actually, the majority of people's single game week players, I feel like they've got a really good game week. So I'm not going to be taking hits to get a meh double in when I've got a strong single. Yeah, I think that's some incredibly solid advice. Um, I would be looking at playing Cancelo against Spurs because I think he'll play. Um, I've got Cresswell against Newcastle. Uh, that's a that's a tough drop if I'm going to drop him. Uh, Bowen against Newcastle is never getting dropped in a million years. Don't drop Bowen, informed player in the league against Newcastle. Don't do it. Um, and then I think the big one for me this week is Foden, actually, because I know he can be rotated, and I'll be really annoyed if I start him and he comes on for like three minutes. So he's the sort of player that I might bench this week who's a single game weaker. Um, 
other single game week players, people have got decisions with. Bruno plays Leeds. Um, you've already got Salah. Coutinho. Broha. These guys are all decent players. Um, and uh, Broha, Broja, whatever you want to call him. To be, to be fair, if I was wildcarding, I'd probably have him as one of my strikers. I think he looks like one of the best strikers at the moment in the league. And that says something. He's 5.2 or 5.3. But lads, any other single game week players that stick out to you? Anybody else that you... Yeah, thinking of. I think I think if I'd continue, I'd very I'd struggle to drop him. How he's looking at the minute, like mm-hmm. I would struggle at home to Watford. Um, I'd <laughs> really struggle to drop him. Um, I'd yeah, I'd rather have a Coutinho at home to Watford than a Bruno Fernandes away at Leeds. If I had the option, I would take that. No one that hasn't already been mentioned in terms of singles. I've actually taken Foden out this week to get another double. Um, yeah. one of the big the teams with good fixtures so and it freed up funds for me I'll probably similar to what Scott just said I'm probably I just I'm so sick of Antonio I know they're playing Newcastle at home and it seems like stupidity to take him out but I'm just done it with does, it it doesn't I, it doesn't I've, I've, I've we've had this debate he scores and they're awful as well so <laughs> that's something for you but yeah. it, 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 it's not a silly move He's not delivering and everyone's got this thing about they've, they've kept people keeping it's because there's no better alternatives. Like Kane's not no. delivering, Ronaldo hasn't been delivering, Antonio's not been delivering. What is it? But who are we going to move him to? You know, this this is the thing. Like, and and that's when you've got people not returning, have cheap ones. You know, yeah. if you've got strikers not doing well, have cheap, cheap strikers. If it's a toss up between Edward at six point five or Antonio at seven point five, you get an extra million back to spend on your defence or your midfield. That's why I'm going to take him out this week. His fixture's good. He could get a goal. He could get returns. There's no no reason he couldn't. But I'm looking to probably minus eight. And the only way that I can get to the players that I want is by probably taking Antonio out. So it'll be probably him that gets the chop for me. Oh, Tom's looking at minus eight this week. You heard it here first. Uh, Sound. Uh, let's see if he takes a minus maybe. eight wildcarded last week. So uh, maybe. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's actually built a time machine this week. So he can go back and wildcard. Honestly, if I, have, if I have a bad week this week, because this is going to be the biggest one in a while, if I have a bad week this week, the team could be getting deleted. This is one of those weeks where you do not want to have a bad week. Like it, to be fair, you know, last week is what it is. It happens. You do not want to have a bad week this week. Um, that will, there'll be some big scores out there this week, and there'll be some people who just fall damn unlucky. Um, yeah, so don't rest your really top quality single game week players over some mere doublers. Completely agree, Scott. Um, and then the big debate is bench boost versus triple captain. Really, for some people. Um, the big thing I would just want to point out is that when are you going to use your triple captain at a better time than this? I don't think there is going to be a better time. Whereas your bench boost at the moment, people will be bench boosting single game week players, the majority. So even though they're good fixtures, you can bench boosting in game week 33, 36, when there's also a lot of double game week players and you can wildcard before them if you have the opportunity or you've got a lot of time ahead to plan. I think it, it's, I don't think it's too much of a debate in my head. It's it's triple captain this week for for Salah, and then it's I'm going to bench boost in 36. Looking at that's when most of the fixtures are going to be rescheduled. Um, but if you do bench boost this week, there's not wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it at all. Um, and use your triple captain further down the line. It's just just I think the thing is for me is that I don't know when else I when else I'd use it and what other player I'd use it on. Like, you've got the best player in the world against two leaky teams, double game week fixture, doesn't get um, rotated, doesn't get rested, and is still annoyed against AFCOM. 
you're an idiot if you don't triple game week him. The only thing I will say is when these things happen, you know he's going to blank. I mean, everyone will triple. There's going to be so many triple captains. I'd be shocked. He can't blank more than Dominic Calvin Lewin did last year. I'm just, I, you just know it's going to be the case, though, Scott. It almost because it's so obvious. It's so, and I, I agree. Like, how can you not triple captain him? But it just means he's going to blank. I, I think Liverpool concede in both games. So he loses his clean sheets. He gets a booking in one of them. So triple captain for nine points. That's my prediction. It'll be, sorry, it'll be either Brighton away or an Arsenal away, or it might be Watford at home and Arsenal away, which might not be too bad in game week 31, but again, they're probably playing in in midweek. It might be Arsenal away, Arsenal away and Aston Villa away, Spurs at home, Arsenal away. There's just not, there's just not better. There's not better times. The other other thing we didn't say, we're at home both games. Yeah, home both games. It's just it's it's it it is a no brainer for me. But we've got to we've got to sound it out. Um, one question to get thrown in: Who would you rather have in your team, Antonio or Foden, right now? Foden. 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 Cool, that was easy, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, it's Foden, isn't it? Old, even even with his rotation risks. Let me just double check. I have no other questions that have been thrown at me. Um, I do not. Cool. Um, game week twenty seven. If you are committing to a free hit. I just wanted to touch base on that one because I had a had a look at the fixtures. It is a shorter game week, so I wanted to just quickly have a look at those fixtures. The deadline is on Friday at 6.30. Um, if you are committed to this, you can afford a team, and this is the team I put together, so you like this. Uh, Pope, who's got a double game week um, against Crystal Palace and against Leicester. Foster is a backup keeper. Uh, Anderson at the back for Crystal Palace, who played Burnley. Cancelo, I put him, um, playing Everton, because I think they could definitely return, maybe keep clean sheet. Peters, Mankio and Williams, so three cheap defenders, uh, 4.2, 3.9, 3.9. Then I had Bruno, Son, Bowen, Jacob Ramsey, and then I had Kane, Ronaldo and Brozier. And with one other midfielder at... 2.6 plus whatever your team value is. So for me, I've got 5.2s worth of team value. So another midfielder at like 7.8. So I could get like another, I could get like a city midfielder or something like that at that sort of level. Um, and that team would be able to deliver. And I think that there's some really strong players in that team. And actually, when I look at my squad, only three of those players are actually in my team currently, if I include Son and bring them in. So it's a radical change for me, game week 27. And I, I hope that it's going to capitalize, help me capitalize massively. But it's just an exercise I think you could do um, if you're still debating the free hit in 27 versus the free hit in 30. Look at how many players you've got that play in game week 27. Look how many players you've got currently in your squad that play in game week 30 and add up how many transfers you're going to need to, to get there to the squad that you need in game week 30 to see what what's viable and what isn't. Um, and yeah, we'll also look at how many players that you have different compared to who you'd like to play in game week, uh, game week 27. That's what I did. And I only had three out of 15. So excited for my free hit, actually. Game week 27. Same. Yeah, I think there's there's quite a lot of different options. Lads, I don't I mean I, I haven't asked you to, to do this already, so I don't know if you have any thoughts on what I've I've just said there. I'm throwing you under the bus here a little bit to think on the spot, but game week game week twenty seven, any players that really stand out for you that you, you don't have currently? Obviously Man United at home to Watford, City play Everton, anything can happen there. Burnley have a double game week. 
Spurs play Leeds, but any, anything that sticks out, that players that you'd love to have in a team that you don't know? City, I'm only going to be down to Cancelo uh, for this week. So when I throw you here, there'll be three City players in there. There'll be probably two West Ham players, probably uh, Creswell and uh, Bowen. Bowen yeah. Probably have at least Madison, maybe another one from Leicester. Um, Probably be about it. I'd, I'm, Southampton, Ward Prowse. I think he's, he's he's been doing really well. So maybe someone like Ward Prowse at Southampton. I'm doing I'm doing this to cover off. I'll give you another couple of seconds to think, Scott. But I'm doing this to cover off the fact that just in case, because the last game week, last game fixture on game week 26 is on the Thursday, and then the deadline for this is on the Friday. So just in case we don't get a chance to do another pod, I thought it was just a good opportunity, probably before this deadline, to have have a look at it as well as captaincy, because I, I actually think captaincy is really quite difficult this week, like in game week 27. Um, but Scott, any anyone that you think other than potentially I've mentioned or anything else like that? Uh, I don't think so, no. Um, I'd maybe keep an eye on... I'd, I'd watch Leicester the other week, uh, the weekend. Everything went through Harvey Barnes. It really impressed me, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's that, he's that player that you get in, he does nothing, and then you get him out and he does something. But everything went through him. And um, I only noticed because I had a bet on Madison to score. Um, he didn't get forward very quickly, very often, which surprised me. So that would be my worry, but that's just on an eye test. Um, on that one and yeah I, I agree the captaincy choice would be tough I'd do well in my own head to go away from a Man United player um, at home to a Paul Watford team um, so for me right now I would probably be capt- I'd probably bring Bruno and Ronaldo in probably Bruno is the person I'd captain but I hate it well, that other player in that gap that is sort of 2.6 plus whatever your team value is and to find out your team value by the way you go on to your, your game week history and you can see it there what it says what your team value is just to make sense of it so mine for example if i add in what's in the bank for me is 105.2 million which is why i've got 5.2 millions with a team value. i just worked it out in terms of actual actual prices you'll have equity in players you know i've got a million in cancelo for an example so you know just it's just just an example team um, but zaha and barnes both fit into that that gap that i had in midfield um I, I yeah I'd, I'd look at Bruno personally now. Ragnit's playing a four-two-three-one because I think Bruno in the number ten role is the guy I'd probably captain. But now I'm looking at I probably want KDB in there and against Everton, depending on how they do. So that's a really tough week. I think it's going to be a very swingy week that one, isn't it? Without Salah. <laughs> Again, this is why for this week, game week twenty-six, you have to commit to what you're doing in twenty-seven, and that's what I'm, I really want to get hit home and stress to people who, because we speak to a lot of casual players, you know, on this a lot, you know, like eight of them. But we speak to like eight casual people, and these guys that are listening to this, like you know, who play it week by week, you have to commit to what you're doing, otherwise you're going to find yourself in a hole. So anyway, sorry, Tom, and I know you were about to say something then. Or you, Scott? No, sorry, I was just no. I, I agree. I think you just need to, you know, need to know what you're doing before. I switched mine, but I always had a clear backup plan. It was always going to be through hitting 27. So, like you say, you just need to know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. In these in these periods where there's big swings, to go from a big double game week to a single or a blank, if we call it that, is um is quite a big swing, isn't it? So. Yeah, and, and, especially when sorry, especially when you no. everyone's going to have your free um. Liverpool players and yeah. they're your big they're your big assets in there aren't they yeah. the two teams that have the best double game weeks this week are Liverpool and Arsenal the two teams that don't play next week along with Chelsea are Liverpool and Arsenal so if you really want to maximise 26 and then maximise 27 yeah 
I, I think, and also because you'll have three Arsenal players in your team that will play in game week 30. Um, if I had one free hit left, I would free hit in 27 because I think it's a more aggressive play rather than 30 is the more passive. God, I hope that I can get 11 players out play. And the, the only other thing I'd throw out there is you can still free hit in a double game week later in the season, you know, just to give yourself that give yourself a really strong 11 in that week. I know you'd normally use to look to use a bench boost or a triple captain, but we used a triple captain or bench boost this week. There's probably going to be at least two more doubles, I would guess, even if one of them's smaller. Yeah, 33 and 36. 33 and 36 should be. So saving a free hit for a double game week is not the worst either. You know, you can get a lot of value out of that as well by getting 11 doubles in on a week that works for you. My ideal world is not to free hit in game week 13, to free hit in game week 33. That's my ideal world. If I could put it put it all together and the right fixtures come and I could, don't have to free hit in game week 30 and I can put 11 players out and I've got a team I'm happy with, that's my ideal. But at the same time, I'm in the blessed position to be able to know I've got a wild card. So if I have to free hit in game week 30, I'll probably use my wild card in game week 33 so that then I can maximise that week and also plan for game week 36 because we'll probably know then at that point who's in the semi-finals of Cups, who who, who needs to have fixtures rescheduled whenever, um, what's going to clash with TV because things will be booked in for the later months of the season, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the ideal, but we will we will see. That's it for this week, boys. Thanks ever so much. I know it was a little bit repetitive because we are going through our best three from all the Double Game Week players, but I think it's important to, to have that conversation, see who we wanted to bring in. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our channel, and um, share it with your friends who also play fantasy football. Uh, send in all your questions. Thanks ever so much for everyone who sent those questions in this week and contributed. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and also Twitter, at All In Football Pod and All In Football P. Good looking game week 26. Come on, Salah, deliver for us. And, uh, and uh, also, if we don't speak to you before, then just it's a tight deadline. Good looking game week 27. We might speak to you before. I might put their content out before that. But if not, then it'll be before game week 28. And we will know who's going to play in game week 30 at that point. So thanks ever so much. And uh, bye for now. <laughs>